Hello, I'm Kathy DePlanis, and I'm so excited to be with you on today's program. It's a brand new year, and God has an amazing plan for you, and it's going to come to pass. The title of today's message is Three Keys to Kickstart Your Year, and I believe it's right on time for what the Lord has ahead for you. I want you to know that God is not limited, and He can use anyone and anything to make His amazing plan for you to come to pass. His word is full of promises with your name on them, and we're going to dive in and discover what's next for your life. You know, God knows the wonderful plan that he has for you because he's already planned it out. And I want you to believe him with you and get you on the road for your year for victory and success that will surpass anything that you could ever imagine. Isaiah 46 and 9 says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. I pray that that stirs you up and opens your eyes to see that no matter what circumstances you may be facing, God is well able to make the, this the best year of your life. Let's remember the marvelous things He's done and build our faith for the wonderful plan that He has ahead. Watch and be blessed. What can we do that will make this year the best year ever. I know many of you are already thinking about things like that. Well, let's look at three keys to kickstart your year today as we read Isaiah chapter 46. We're going to start reading in verse 9. It says, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Amen. <laughs> Verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executeth my counsel from a far country, yea, I have spoken it, I will also bring it to pass, I have purposed it, I will also do it. So God can use anything and anyone to get his plan across, amen? Where he's not limited to you or just me. He's got a great plan, and he will do that. And we see it throughout the scripture. We can read many wonderful examples of his amazing power to protect, to deliver, to heal, and to provide for the needs of his children. I mean, you just take a, take a page, flip it, and you'll find some mer very miraculous things God's done. Actually, the Bible is actually a parade of miracles. Think about that. With a blast of his nostrils, he created a pathway through the Red Sea for the children of Israel to, uh, to go through to escape that Egyptian army. Think about that. What that moment must have been like when they thought all was lost. They thought they were going to die the next morning. Then all of a sudden, whoo. Well, what happened? God, Moses was talking to God, God, and Moses tells him, what are you looking at me for? Stretch forth your hand. So often we're looking to God to do everything, but he's wanting us to speak up and say what he's already said. He knew the directive. God had already told him they were going to the promised land. It didn't matter what the obstacle was, what the, the hindrance was. You have a promise. You keep moving forward. Keep believing. And that Red Sea is going to open up. That debt's going to fall away. That relationship's going to be restored. Whatever it is that's necessary to complete the plan and the vision that God's placed in your heart, it's going to come to pass. Amen. He also sent manna from heaven to feed those multitudes for the entire 40 years that they wandered in the wilderness. Think about that. That was an impossible thing. That was a miracle, an everyday miracle. Well, a six-day-a-week miracle. <laughs> Biggest one on that sixth day. 
because he got double because seventh day was a rest day. And every other day, worms got in it. You couldn't keep it till the next day. But on that sixth day, another miracle. Every day they were reminded about the goodness of their God, the faithfulness of their God, the power of the God that they served. He brought them out with a strong hand. The Bible says there wasn't any one, there wasn't one feeble one among them. And they came out with what? Silver and gold. Yeah, they had been in bondage for over 400 years, but they came out rich. They came out with every, with all the stuff. Plenty enough to do what God called them to do when they were ready to build the tabernacle in the wilderness. And they brought of their stuff to help the work of God. So much so that Moses had to restrain the people. He said, because it's too much. We have too much. Hallelujah. Another miracle. People that were in bondage for 400 years, all of a sudden, in the, in the wilderness, they were able to give. So God always provides seed for the sower. If you want to be a giver, you can trust God. He's going to bring it to you because he knows he can get it through you. Amen. Glory to God. That was no small undertaking. Everything they did, that the cloud during the day and the, the fire, pillar of fire by night, guiding and directing. We need God's guidance and directions in our life as well. And he's leading us. That generation knew by personal experience that there was no one else like God. That's why when Isaiah was prophesying this and declaring this, he says, there's nobody like me, none other. These people all around them were building these little tiny idols. They were carving them out of stone with their own hand out of a tree. They cut down and putting gold on them and putting images on them and thinking, what do you think you're doing? I created that tree. Are you crazy? Wake up. There is no God like me. I created the very air that you're breathing today. Wake up. He was telling them. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18. Oh, there's water in the earth. We are reminded repeatedly in the scriptures that nothing is impossible with God. Right? Nothing is impossible with God. If you're facing an impossible situation, get in the book. Start reading and finding out what he says, what he did already, and remember it. What was that first point that I had for you is, you must remember the former things God has done and settle the fact that there is no one else like our God. That's my first point. Let me repeat that for you, for those of you taking notes. You must remember the former things God has done and settle the fact that there is no one else like our God. Amen? Amen? Just meditate on that whole fact right there and it's going to transform your day. Amen. Glory to God. Genesis chapter 18 reminds us that when, uh, let's, I want us to read a little bit of a story about uh, Sarah because we want to see how she responded and when she heard about God's plan to give her a son to her husband and her in their old age. Let's read uh, Genesis chapter 18, verse 9 through 19, 10 verses. It'll go by quickly. And it says, And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? Now these were uh, ministers, three people that came and visited Abraham. Is a heavenly vision of people that he came to him. Three men stood by him. One, we believe, was the Son of God. 
Verse 9 again, I'm going to start again. Then they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door and was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of, surely, shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Think about it. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He heard the laugh. He says, is anything too hard? I created her. I created the womb. I can create. I created Adam and he, Adam from the dust of the earth. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Did anybody want to answer that for me? No. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid, and he, and he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. Then the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom, <clears throat> and Abraham <clears throat> excuse me, went with them <clears throat> to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, that, and they shall keep the way of the Lord and do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. See, God saw his child as already born. He already saw the future. He declared the end from the beginning. There is no one like our God. Amen? Amen. God knew what was going to happen even before it happened. He knows what's going to happen for you too. So we need to center in on him and let his spirit speak to us and teach us and guide us. Amen. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 9. <clears throat> Daniel chapter 9. So glad we have a great roof on the house of God. The devil tried to take it off during Hurricane Ida. The screws went up like three inches, but it stayed on and we got it fixed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, number, I want to read my second point. Y'all write this down. It'll, it'll help you. Number two, you must strengthen your faith with diligent study of God's word and passionate prayer. You must strengthen your faith with diligent study of God's word and passionate prayer. That is exactly what the prophet Daniel did while searching for God's help for his nation. Let's read Daniel chapter 9, verse 2, beginning in verse 2. It says, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. See, while in captivity, Daniel's faith was strengthened because he was diligently studying the word of God and he was passionately praying for his nation. 
He was fasting and praying. He was dedicating his whole heart, his whole concentration on this. He was in a pivotal position, a strategic position of authority in his nation. God had elevated him, but God, he didn't just sit on that. He went to work praying and seeking God for his nation. Let's turn to Derek, Jeremiah 29 and read what, Jer what Daniel read that day. You know, I go through the scriptures every day and I read things that God already did and I see things that he said about me and it stirs me up. When I see things, when I read Jesus' words in John 10, 10, he says that he says that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That stirs me up. It doesn't matter what's stealing. It doesn't matter what's killing. It doesn't matter what's destroying. God says he came that I might have an abundant life. To the full, the Bible says, and I think the Amplified, till it overflows. Hallelujah. So the way that you change your circumstances is that you find it in the Word of God. You, you put it in your heart and let it come out of your mouth and then let it transform your life. Amen. Daniel was inspired by the prophetic words written by Jeremiah under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Jeremiah chapter 29. Did I tell you to turn there? Jeremiah 29 we're going to read verse 10 through 13. It says, For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you. Now see, David, Daniel was in Babylon at that time when he read this. And he calculated and he saw, oh, it's 70 years. Let me pay attention to this. Amen? Amen. What did Jesus say? When it's like in the days of Noah, he says, I'm going to come again. We are all looking forward right now to the second coming of Jesus because we see the condition of the world and we see what the prophets have said in the scriptures. Amen? Amen. Verse 10 again, I'm going to start. For thus saith the Lord that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Another translation says a good future. Verse 12, and then, then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. So Daniel did that. Think about that. And verse 13, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Hallelujah. So that's what we do. This powerful passage of Scripture always strengthens my faith because God has good plans, and when we pray to him about his plans, he will listen. Amen. Lord, I tell you what, my, I believe my whole family is going to be saved because I know your word says that it's your will that all men be saved. Amen. Lord, I thank you that you're healing my body, you're healing my family because you promised that you take sickness out of my midst. You are the Lord, my God, that heals me. You bless my bread and my water. I mean, there's scriptures throughout the Bible, no matter what your promise may be, no matter what it is that you're facing. If it's financial, Lord, I thank you that you supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. I have given, and it's given back to me. I am a tither. I claim tithing rights in Jesus' name. You rebuke the devourer for my sake. These are all scriptures. This is not just something coming out of my head. This is words that I put in my heart, and when I need them, it comes out of my mouth. 
That's what happens to you too. Amen. Amen. Can anybody testify that y'all see this yourself? God has good plans. And when we pray to him about his plans, he will listen. We don't need to make up a new story. He's got a great story. He's got a great plan. No matter what it is you could ever need in life, he knows you better than you know yourself. Think about that. Hallelujah. And he already has a great plan mapped out for your life. So when you pray about it, trust him. He will listen. Was the beautiful prayer that we all know about in Ephesians chapter 1. He says, I, he says talking to the church of Eph at Ephesus, Paul was saying, I cease not to, get, to pray for you and remember you in my prayers, that you, would have, that you would have the spirit of revelation and understanding, that your eyes would be open so that you would know what is the hope of your calling, what is the power that's already available to you, what is your inheritance. He was praying some things that were already promised. And we need to do that too as well. When we earnestly seek God, he, we will find him and he will restore our fortunes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Like Daniel and countless others, you, you can strengthen your faith by diligently studying the amazing promises of God that's found in his word and passionately praying about them. Don't be afraid to let your whole heart go out for God. Cry out to him. Glory to God. There's so many great things. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. We don't need to turn there. Y'all all know that verse. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we're able to ask or even think. But that last part of the verse is so key. According to the power that's at work within us. So the power to get all this thing done is already within us if we're born again. Especially if we're filled with the Holy Ghost. So we can hear from him, amen, and walk it out. All of these things may sound lofty to some people, but this is not an unattainable dream. This is the God's, God's word. He says, there is nothing that's too hard for me. Again, I'm going to repeat point number two. You must strengthen your faith with diligent study of God's word and passionate prayer. That's how you get strong. You don't get strong just by showing up at church, which I appreciate that and I love that. That helps you. But it should just stir you up to want to go do more. You are responsible for your own growth. Amen. We have helps. We have, we have things that we put out on, this, on the internet and all over the television. We're on broadcast TV all over the world. But we, and we send products out. We do all kinds of things that we're called to do. But it's up to, and people send things to me. I get beautiful magazines from other ministries and read. I'm watching other ministries preach all the time on my iPad device and sometimes on TV. But it's still up to me to hear it and receive it and act it out. Amen. Amen. Nobody can live for God for me. I'm responsible for walking it out myself. You're responsible for your own future as well. Hallelujah. Praise God. These are three keys to kick-starting your year. Amen. You feel like you've been kicked in a good way? <laughs> I mean, that's not a hard thing. This is, this is like kicking the fires and lighting the tires and however you say it. It's, it's going where no man has gone before. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let me see where I'm at. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. Third point, number three, 
You must believe that God's word is wisdom for living and it is available to everyone that will seek God for, his dire for direction in life. You must believe that God's word is wisdom for living and it is available to everyone. Say everyone that will seek God for direction in life. This book is wisdom. It's the word of God. I love that. You know, God's word is wisdom and it's available to me and to you. Listen, God is not limited. Nothing is impossible for him. His promises are for you. And all you have to do is keep believing and moving forward. Whatever you may be facing, that Red Sea is gonna open up for you. And it's up to you to trust and believe. Are you facing an impossible situation in your life today? Well, get into the Bible because God's word is amazing. Find out what he says about your future and feed yourself with his life-giving words and remember what he's already done in your life. Like I said, the Bible is a parade of God's miracles and he has one for you. So don't forget his goodness in your life. There's no one like our God. Think about it. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Look, he knows what's going to happen before it happens. And he knows what's going to happen for you this year. So center in on him and let his spirit speak to you, teach you, and guide you. Remember, you must strengthen your faith with diligent study of God's word. And stay passionate in your prayer life. Look at the prophet Daniel. He dedicated his whole heart and concentration on the Lord. He went to work praying and seeking God for his nation. So fasting and praying is powerful. Start declaring God's word over your life. Every chance that you get. And whatever your circumstances may be, remember, it doesn't matter. The word of God can change anything and change it if you believe. So no matter what is coming up against you, Jesus promise you, promises you life an abundant life to the full. So I wanna pray with you right now. I believe that God has been ministering to you in a great way today. Let's trust him together for the best year of your life right now. Father, I pray for every person that's watching along with me, Lord, that you would touch them and strengthen them so they would have the best year ever. Reveal your direct specific plan for them today right now, Lord, and lift them up and strengthen them to fulfill the words that you've called them to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, don't go anywhere. I have more to share with you right after this. People today are searching for meaning, purpose, peace, and authenticity. In a world bombarded by voices and information, Jesse DePlantis Ministry is determined to pierce through the noise and proclaim what every heart is yearning for, the good news of Jesus. I'm gonna ask you to meet my friend. That's the passion that drives us to trust God and continue to break through into new realms of the impossible. Only then are we able to reach an entire planet, one soul at a time and help them experience the life-changing love of God for themselves. You made it! You made it! You made it! Wasn't that easy? That wasn't hard, was
my Jesus today, would you give me the honor of walking to the throne of God with you? who you really are and take the time to get in his presence and be filled with his glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. We have a wonderful product offer for January. It's Jesse's book, Advance in Life. This book has helped countless people move forward in God's best plan for their lives. Think about it. Everything God is and does is always moving forward. And that's what he wants for you. Advance in Life is a wonderful companion book for the message that you watched today. You know, Jesse and I want you to feed on the Word of God every way that you can. So we want to see you advance to the best year of your life. So order your copy by just going to jdm.org. You'll find all the information there. You know, I hope you're familiar with our monthly magazine, Voice of the Covenant. It's full of wonderful ministry materials that will build your faith and keep you on track for God's best for your life. Jesse and I have articles in there, and you could read our, my glorious moments, praise reports, and see our meeting schedule and so much more. You can get on our mailing list at jdm.org. It's also available to read online in English and in Spanish. So check it out today at jdm.org. I also would like to take a moment right now to thank our wonderful ministry partners. Jesse and I are so thankful for your faithful love, prayers, and financial support. It's amazing that we've been reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time for, with the gospel for 48 years. And that would not be possible without you. So every year, God makes more and more avenues available for us to utilize, and God's kingdom is growing. You are fueling every outreach of this ministry, and with you by our side, we're bringing God's love to every corner of the earth. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So thank you. You know, our purpose at JDM is to help you develop your faith in God in every way that we can. So we couldn't do that without our partners. So you truly are the bloodline of this ministry. From our global television broadcast and our evangelistic meetings to our monthly magazine, our books, our other ministry resources like DVDs and CDs, to our internet and social media platforms, we are spreading the gospel nonstop. So partners, you truly are our extended family. And Jesse and I love and pray for you daily. You know, it's been such a blessing to be with you on this program, and I am believing with you for the most amazing year ahead. Jesse will be back next week, so be sure to tune in for this, his new message, Abiding is Better Than Visiting. This is going to bless your life. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to let your light shine and be the importation of Jesus the world needs? I love our January partner, awful titled Importation, A Gift in Waiting. You have something divine in you, that must be shared, and that's Jesus Christ. Order your copy at jdm.org today, and you will be blessed. Do you realize that God wants you to thrive, prosper, and achieve everything He's called you to do? Well, in my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you how to be fully equipped with all the essentials that you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. Your victory has already been settled. You can and will accomplish every dream God put in your heart. Suited for Success. Order your copy at jdm.org today. We must have a living union with Christ. I mean, you actually know Jesus Christ. I actually know Jesus Christ. I, he called me Jesse. I call him Jesus. We have a very great relationship because I went from religion to relationship. Then I passed relationship to fellowship.